Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. Our world needs more light right now, and you are the light. We're going to be diving into what that means, how to activate that, how to live it, how to amplify your own light. But before we get into that, a quick update for the podcast. So as you've, if you've been listening for a while, maybe even if you're a, new, a relatively new listener, you've noticed that it's been mainly me. I've had a couple of guests on the podcast, but my brother and co-host, Chris, has not been present for a little while. He's still on his break. However, it's very exciting. He shared with me that he's feeling inspired to come back to be the co-host of the podcast in the new year. So January 2024, we'll have him back on the podcast to record with us. So um, still sending him love. Uh, he's thriving and really, I mean, his inspiration to come back is coming from a really good place, whereas uh, he left because he was feeling that recording episodes every week was more feeling like an obligation. Um, not like he wanted to quit, but just needed some space and time away. So uh, looking forward to that. And also looking forward to, we're going to have a couple more interviews before the end of the year. So uh, it will be more than just me sharing solo episodes or uh, episodes of, of uh, moments of, of my coaching calls with clients. Anyway, with that said, <clears throat> I'm thrilled that we get to talk about this today. It This idea of the world needs more light and that you are it has been coming to me for now for the last few weeks. And I've been formulating how I want to share this with you because in some ways it could be a very ephemeral topic, meaning it's just fleeting. It's not very tangible. But as you know, on this podcast, we love to bring the tangibleness to some more intangible concepts like more spiritual or esoteric ideas, cosmic ideas and ground them in very tangible things. So I, after some time and sitting with this, pondering it, meditating on it, got some amazing things I wanna share with you. And again, I really believe, we'll start here, that I really believe our world needs this right now. We need more light in the world. And in other words, we need your light shined brighter. It needs to emit at an amplified frequency so that we can help transform this planet and particularly our species, our consciousness, so that we can live as one again. So let's talk about what it even means to have more light. What is light? I want to define that first because that will then set up more of the conversation we'll go into later of how you are the light and that it's time for us to emit greater and greater amounts of that light so that we can change our world for the better. Because especially, you know, we may even use these words that um, there's darkness, there's darkness rising up in the world, there's uh, shadows coming to light, or they're, they're very apparent in our world now. And there is uh, difficulty, turmoil, very uh, challenging things to even just be aware of. But how we bring more light is ultimately, I believe, how we transform it. Quick side note, <clears throat> next week, I'm going to share a message that is a uh, bit more tangible and specific to what's going on in the world right now. Uh, 
the world's attention has become the Middle East. Uh, so we're going to talk about that next week. I want to share some things that I'm currently doing. I'm working on to help the world at large, but it really does begin with us. So individually, so that's what we're focusing on here. Again, next week, we'll talk more. So light, let's go back to that. What is light? Light in our human experience, we often speak of it as awareness. Like you might even say, shine the light of your awareness on your darkness, your your patterns, your uh, limiting beliefs, shine the light on them so that you can become more aware. Uh, so awareness in our human experience is literally our consciousness, it's light, but also a more tangible look at this, the scientific viewpoint of this light is a literal tangible phenomena that we at least experience the effects of say electricity, our light bulbs that we have developed over the last 150 years, um, maybe a little bit more than that. And that light is evidence of, let's say, particles of matter, you can say, moving at a very high speed of, of movement. So, I mean, if you literally think of the speed of light, we think of it as very, very fast, right? And like, you know, the sun's rays reach us very quickly. And that light being emitted from what's going on in those reactions of um, the gases and uh, it's being really like this energy being released. It produces light. That's also literal warmth. There's photons that you can measure and uh, absorb in certain ways and also express. So it's very tangible. What is light? But I like, I, I think it's interesting that we use light as our consciousness as well, because now as our uh, science has evolved over the last hundred years, we're able to measure our brain waves and what our brain is actually doing when we literally think, when we have awareness. And what it's doing is literally firing and wiring electricity through the neurons in our brain. And then of course we experience thought or images or contemplation, meditation, uh, even imagination. Those experiences, which we call as our awareness or our consciousness is quite literally light itself. So. There's that tangibility to it. I also really like the point of view or the another piece of evidence of light being very real. It's not just some airy sort of concept of, yeah, bring your light or be more light in your life. It's it's quite real. Uh, and this other side of this I want to bring to your mind and <laughs> illuminate your awareness with is that it's literally technology as well. Think of our smartphones, which is, have become so normal in our life, even though it's in the last 10, 15 years that they've been around and they've evolved so much, but information is literally stored. It's literally carried, it's transmitted, it's shared through the medium of light. It's literal electricity. Again, I mean, you know, we think of our phones as something that more tangible or more concrete because you can literally touch it and feel it. Although I guess you can experience and feel uh, the warmth of the sun, but you can't really touch it. So there's that kind of experience of light, but a more tangible thing of our phones, right? We, I mean, you're most likely listening to this, my voice, which is a vibration that is recorded through a microphone and then stored as information through technology, but it's a literal light because it's a electricity that's flowing or at least stored somewhere so that it could be accessed at another time. And how mind-boggling it is that you don't even have to be connected through a wire to be able to receive that light 
and then have it being emitted so that your ears can pick it up and translate it into messages that make sense to you in your brain, which are related or maybe completely new to you, but to other experiences you've had, which are other weaving together, uh, other ways of weaving together other pieces of information, or in other words, pieces of light. Digressing from all of that, why I share all of those different perspectives on light is to transmit the information, illuminate your mind or uh, transmit the light of awareness that light is not a <clears throat> just uh, intangible thing. It's a very real, very powerful, and I believe actually to the core of it is it's really our reality. Reality wouldn't be what it is if there wasn't light. It, it, in some ways, it could be seen as the foundation of, rea of our reality. Although, again, one perspective may say, no, it's our electrons, protons, neutrons that build up you know, our atoms, and then those atoms build up the molecules that we uh, you know, have the, in, our, in our organic world. They, there's interactions, and then there's chemical reactions, and uh, that, of course, forms what we see as the physical matter. Right, like that's the re that's reality. Some people might say, <clears throat> and then our experiencing consciousness, you know, our thought, our imagination. No, that's not real. I would argue and say that they're one and the same. If you take a deeper approach to it, or you look at it through a spiritual lens, now where the heck did the protons, neutrons, and electrons come from? Where do they come from? And oh, I love this. As as I speak, you probably already know this if you listen to. The science and spirituality podcast much um me and my brother we are often channels for spirit channels for the infinite channels for god to speak through and then as we're speaking other things will come to us literally like we do prepare some pieces of information things we want to share but other things flow through us um but here's the other thing that just flew, flowed through my consciousness for you is um there's some recent research in quantum physics that prove that electrons are actually not always present in our universe. Think on that. They, they literally pop in and out of existence. So where the hell do they go and where do they come from? I believe they're traveling at a very high speed of light that it sometimes cannot even be measured or picked up. Or potentially another argument could be because quantum physicists don't have a, a tangible or real proven explanation of it. They just know that this happens, that they pop in and out of existence. Um, that uh, there's some, some postulate that, it, oh, it's another universe, it's a multiverse, whatever. Who knows? And more information, more study will reveal more of what's actually going on, I'm sure, as we go along. But, um, but suffice to say, why I bring that to mind is that it, it really is all light. Like It comes from somewhere, and that light as that electron pops back into existence, even though, you know, we believe that the electron, the proton, the neutron, the atom is a very tangible materialistic thing that we can actually experience. But <clears throat> I believe it's more than that. I believe it's all spirit, truthfully, but uh, it comes through as yes, the physical phenomena around us, but also the light of our awareness. So with that said, digressing from that whole point of what is light? Now, let's go back to this whole topic. The world needs more light and that you are it. 
you could probably start to get more of the insight of what I mean by you are the light, you are it, um, by those perspectives, you know, that, I mean, because quite literally we're made up, our entire physical human experience is made up of all of those atoms that are made up of those subatomic particles that I just spoke of that are evidence of light, I'll say, evidence of light. And so, oh God, a, a spiritual approach. This is more religious, but I just, <laughs> another another point of view coming in, because uh, I was raised uh, Christian, Catholic. Um, I got to ask my parents about that. It's been so like over a decade that I've um, really tuned into like a church or a religion or anything specifically and uh, through their dogma and all, but I'm familiar with certain parts of the Bible. And um, in Genesis, it's literally said, God said, let there be light. It's the first thing. So anyway, side note, but let's get back to more real things for you and I right now in this moment. So again, you are it. So you are the tangible light come into form. And that's not just your physical being, but it's also the light of your awareness, your thought. And I believe actually our, our deepest experience of light is love. In other words, it could be in some ways uh, interchangeable. It's like love is the the foundation of all of the uplifting, expansive experiences in life. And so you are it. You are light. You are love. You are the light of the world, as Jesus had said in the Bible. Um, but so point being, you are it. You're the light. And our world desperately needs it. It's no surprise, but also I think everyone to some degree is aware of how dark the world has started to get. But this, one may say that, you know, that's been that way for a while and it's changing for the better. But uh, I think that it's just become more apparent for us now that we have so much light, so much awareness tech, through technology, through social media. In fact, honestly, I'm getting most of my news about the world through Instagram and pages I follow that are more unbiased opinions or unbiased reporting on what's going on in the world versus say a news corporation that has been bought out and is part of a conglomerate of uh, companies that all spin stories so that they have their own benefit. Heck, that's if you know my story in the past uh, episodes I've shared, um, I was in school to get my doctorate in pharmacy and the whole big pharma industry, especially in the United States, but let alone the rest of the world, man, that that's corrupt. And it's for the same reasons, right? Like there's, there's benefit to, um, in, in terms of like a financial standpoint is not beneficial to our world, uh, to our species, to the, the evolution of where I believe we're meant to be where we're all one, we're living in love, we're living in literal light, um, but also the, the light of our awareness, like that there's uh, an awakening, an enlightenment, so that we're really deeply recognizing that we're all one, and then living as such. <clears throat> so the world needs more light. And again, you are it. So how? Let's talk about how we actually apply these very... <clears throat> dreamy concepts, you may say. I, I did my best to share some of the science and that viewpoint, that lens, so that it could be more rooted in reality, uh, or at least what most people would consider as real or reality. But I want to give you some tangible action steps, of course, as you know, I always love giving that to you as well for this podcast. And 
want to bring to mind two other concepts that will bring down to ground some action. So since our world does need more light and we are it, it means that it's time for us to expand in our awareness, to be able to meet those parts of ourselves that we have the darkness in inside, the demons that we might be facing, or the, you might even just call it the, the uh, mental health challenges we have or the emotional challenges that we have, that we feel maybe blocked or, and we don't even know what's going on as in like why we might be feeling a certain way or maybe uh, we feel called to do something to make a difference in the world, but we feel we may not be enough or uh, what are people going to think? Or, um, you know, what if I fail? Or what if I get hurt? Honestly, like all of these concerns, right? Like the fears, the doubts, the worries that rise up within ourselves. It's not even external at this point, although there are very real external dangers in the world. We're going to talk about that, but not in this episode. Um, but how do we deal with the internal battle first? Because there's a, there's a great law this, is, this comes from Hermeticism from uh, ancient Egypt that as within, so without. So as we change from within, then the expression of that in our world will start to change the world around us. So that idea must be applied. And that's, that's the work, I believe, of any spiritual path, any spiritual approach is to allow the darkness to rise, the shadow to become, you know, in our consciousness and our awareness so that we can work with it to transform it, to transmute that energy. And so a way of doing this is looking at the, the first concept, uh, which I kind of brought in another one with that, <laughs> that law of as within, so without. But the one I really wanted to speak to is the law of vibration. So I was speaking to this in a way when I was touching on how light is, uh, tangible and that it is a literal phenomena in our world, like the sun emitting its light or technology, or even the electrons firing and wiring in our brain, all of that, it, they're literal vibrations. They're, they're different par particles of matter vibrating at different rates. That's it. So there's, there's quite almost, I believe infinite, but there's no way of proving that, that there's an infinite number of levels of vibration that we can experience or that there are in the universe. Uh, there's at least enough for our human experience to have a whole range of experience. And that's why, again, we have this light, this awareness, this uplifted experience, but then also the darkness, the challenge, the, um, the difficulty. But so the law of vibration is meaning that everything vibrates and that what we see or experience in our physical reality is a certain level of vibration. And so we may say, and some people even say like, oh, that's low vibes or low energy or high vibes, high vibration, high energy. And we equate those in our human experience as something good or something bad. I don't believe it's meant to be looked at through that lens of good or bad, but at least you can acknowledge that something might feel low and that's okay. You can acknowledge that. And when you do, then you can actually work with it more consciously to evolve that experience of a low vibration to transform it into a higher vibration, not to get rid of it or to make the low vibration bad, like I said, to label it that way. But this is, I believe, what our work is in this human experience to 
notice, recognize, and be willing to transform the darkness into light. Because that's that's what we that's the only way of actually transforming our world. Because th- think of even that literal example of darkness and light. If you go into a dark room, how do you get rid of the darkness? Pretty straightforward. You turn on the light. But the thing you just did when you turned on a lamp or flipped the light switch, it wasn't you chasing away the dark or making it wrong for being there. It just is. Just that there's a lack of light in that room. And so what you do is you transform that experience by turning on the light, by raising awareness in essence that it can be transformed. And that's what we, I believe, are here to do. And again, I believe our world needs. The world needs more light. You are it. And it begins at home. It begins within your heart, within your mind to transform that. Chances are, now I'm thinking about it, chances are you listening to this podcast, this might not be news for you. But how we do this is is the next step. So that brings us to the next second concept that I'm going to bring to you. And this is this is a lifelong journey, when I'm, what I'm about to share with you. I'm, I've been working on this and living into this, I think is the better way of saying it, because it's become more of a way of life rather than like, you know, work like, all right, I'm going to check in and do this work and then check out. No, it's more of a way of living life. Um, but for the last decade, I believe I was doing it unconsciously prior to that, but I didn't have words for it or how to describe it. And chances are you're doing a version of this right now, whether you're aware of it or not, uh, you have done this in your life at least. So the words I'd like to put to this to describe this concept is to anchor into your human experience more of who you really are. That's what I believe the work is. And let's talk about what that means and how to do it. So anchoring who you really are into your human self. So we have two sides of our nature. We are both human. We have this human experience where we have thoughts, we have emotions, we have this physical body. I like to even sometimes call it our earth suit. We have this earth suit that we're, we put on. But we also have this other part of our nature, which is who we really are. And it's who we are as a soul. We are spiritual beings having this human experience. And so in that spiritual sense, knowing who you really are as a soul, when you anchor that presence more into this human experience, number one, first and foremost, there is more light because your soul is literally light. There's, there's, no, there's no other way of describing it. That there's, there's a lightness to that. I mean, you even, we even talk about this. Like when someone is, you, could, you can sense they're really authentically themselves. They're, they're literally beaming. We use those words. Like they're glowing, they're beaming, they're radiant, they're shining. They're shining their light. We know what that means. We have these words for it, but this is the deeper perspective of why that makes most sense. Or we use those words and it's, been, it's so common to say. It's because as we anchor our soul self into this human experience more and more, then there is literally more light pouring into and through this human form. And from that point of view, then, there is not only literally more light, but also more ability to be the light in the darkest times, not only for yourself, but then for others. But we have to start with ourselves. This is the age-old saying, uh, you know, you have to help yourself first before you can help others. Or the actual analogy is that, <clears throat> two actual analogies, put your life jacket on first, 
like if you're in a boat and like it's sinking on god forbid um you put your life jacket on first and then help others like if there's kids or a plane more modern example you put your oxygen mask on first before you help someone else because again you'd be useless if you don't support yourself and help yourself first so you need that and you know quick side note love tangents as you know that i believe is why i've taken some time to share some of my perspective on which we're introducing here like the world needs more light next week like i said i want to share with you a bit more about my perspective about what's going on in the world so i believe i feel that there's a moral obligation um to call out what is going on in the world and um share what i'm doing to potentially inspire you to help um Anyway, we'll get to that. But I believe it was because I was helping myself first. I've been uh, in a way challenged. I, I think most of us have been in some season of challenge in the last couple of years of life. I mean, first from COVID, but then all these other things going on in the world. So this, I believe, is the work, is anchoring more and more of our soul self into our human experience. So how? How do we do that? Fancy words, right? You know, bring more of yourself your soul self, who you really are into this human experience. How do we do that? So th this is quite literally what I work with my clients on is not, I, so I'm, I'm a coach. Uh, I've, I was trained as a transformational life coach, but man, it, in the last year, it's been difficult to even uh, say like, yeah, that's who I am. I say I'm more of a teacher now because I, I don't believe I'm just a coach, just a life coach. Like there's more to what I do. And this is a part of the reason why is because coaching is more on the human experience and what the human is going through. But as a teacher, as a guide, I, I love to support people in coming home to themselves and to knowing who they are and to living from that authentic version of, them, of themselves, of who they really are. So um, there's much more to this, but I will speak to some of like how to do this work. And again, this is literally what I do, why I do the work that I do, which by the way, I'll, I'll share at the end of this episode an opportunity that I've got coming up that if you love to be coached by me, uh, taught by me, work with me as a coach, as a uh, a guide, a teacher, then there's an opportunity coming up soon. I'll share that more in, this, in a minute. But so how to do this work of anchoring your soul self. First and foremost is to practice. Practice being your soul self, your true self in your human reality. Now, my favorite way of doing that is meditation because it's such a focused experience of noticing when the human ego or thought or emotion rises up to try to take your attention away from this present moment uh, and maybe fearing of what's going to happen in the future or regret from the past or worry about what's going on or even right now in the present, but being present in your body as best as you can in this moment, it sounds easy, right? Or it's simple for sure, but it's not easy because so many of us have very difficult experiences in our local human self, like maybe from past trauma, or maybe just a disconnect from so long of distracting ourselves or looking outside of ourselves for uh, connection. Whereas the real connection we're looking for is within ourselves. And so I find meditation to be an, uh, a tool, but it, I believe it's an essential tool. Like you cannot get around this, uh, this way of being, of living more of your, of your soul self without that, at least in the beginning. I've heard some people say that after some time, like a long time, 
that they've let go of meditation and started to live more as just themselves, their soul selves, and that um, they were present. But I personally believe that we do have to train the human experience, our human body, our human mind, to be able to recognize those thoughts or emotions that are taking us away from this presence self or this present moment where we can is the truly the only place we can actually allow our soul selves to be present, to be here and now is through is being in the present moment. And so meditation is such a powerful tool, <clears throat> which this is actually a quick gift for you. If you want, I have a guided meditation that I created. It's free. You, It's 11 minutes. It's quite old. I would say I created it about four years ago. I think it's time for a refresh. So de depending on when you hear this, maybe it's month down, months down the road, I might've re-recorded this, but um, I do have a version of it. It's a, an 11 minute guided meditation where I help you connect in this present moment with who you really are as a soul so that you get beyond the thought, you get beyond the emotion, you get your, beyond your body, but still presently here and now, not just distracting yourself or disassociating. It's an experience of the soul self in here and now, in your body. So uh, that meditation, if you'd like to download that, you can click the link in the description of this episode and you can get it for free. Just input your name and email and you'll get it. So that's one. One way of doing this, of anchoring your soul self into this human experience, meditation. Second, this is more difficult to apply because it's moment to moment in your life, but I promise you the meditation and uh, becoming aware of your who you really are in those times and meditating on a regular basis will make it easier than in your day-to-day -day life to be your authentic self, your true self in moments when it might be challenging. But this is really where the rubber meets the road, because when we're in the world, when we're with our spouse, when we're with our kids, when we're with our friends, when we're with our family, when we're with coworkers or our colleagues, or if you're in school, when you're with your other students, your classmates, when you're with other people, it's tempting and easy to be drawn out of that experience of the soul self, because the mind and the body resonate with others. We often pick up on energy or thought or feelings of others, whether we're conscious of it or not, whether we're empaths and we really know that we're an empath or not, we are influenced by others. It's just the nature of being human. There's, there's no, also no getting around that. I don't think we're meant to even. Like we're meant to interact and connect and feel that sense of belonging, but there's a, a challenge with that. Because on one side, there is um, <clears throat> a very, very real human need for that connection. But we can lose ourselves if we're only tuning into someone else's thought or emotion or what they're saying or what they're doing. And we get wrapped up in their story or their life or what they say they think we should do or don't or not to do or not to say. Like we get so codependent on others that we don't even know who we are. But in those moments, as difficult or as challenging or as, as much as we don't want those experiences, because of course we want to stay authentically ourselves, those moments are actually the most beautiful opportunity to reconnect. And in the reconnect, we literally start to anchor more light into our body. We become more of ourselves. We allow our soul to be more present so that we are there more fully. But it's in those moments of, oh, I'm not, 
I'm actually not there. And you recognize that you really recognize, oh, shoot, I have not been my authentic self in this moment or with this person. Okay. Take a deep breath. Allow yourself to refresh and reset. And then give yourself another shot of being your authentic self in that moment. It might call you to say something or uh, correct something you've, you've just shared, or maybe it's even just recognizing in your own self, you might not even have to do anything or say anything, but it's just a, a, a reorientation of your experience in that moment. And that makes all the difference. That's some of the more tangible work in our day-to-day -day life. And then that will start to emanate out. You'll, you'll get to start to experience yourself more as that light being that you are. And then others will get to experience that as well. And then the vibration of our, our world will start to raise up higher and higher. Which speaking of that, um, this might be interesting to you too, of a uh, more scientific approach to what that means of like our world gets lighter or the vibration increases or raises is um, there's something called the Schumann resonance. It's a, um, it's a measurement that has been taken now. It's been some decades actually been, that it's been measured. But in essence, it's the vibration of the entire earth. It's a certain frequency that the entire earth emits at any given moment of time. And it's called the Schumann resonance. You can look it up, just Schumann resonance chart right now. And you'll find different resources where you can find that, which <clears throat> to make it easy, I'm going to include a link in the chat or sorry, the chat, <laughs> I'm going to include the link, a link to the Schumann resonance that I check into, uh, in the description of this episode. So you can tune into this, but, um, it's coming from a It's a live Schumann resonance chart from the space observation system at, uh, located in Siberia. So there's a link there. You can check into it. It takes some un like learning of like how to read the chart, but you'll see that, um, there's a certain vibration of the earth and sometimes it peaks, sometimes it's pretty normal, straightforward, but in other words, <clears throat> there's a vibration and the Schumann resonance, the vibration of the earth has been increasing over the last couple of decades. It was at a solid like seven Hertz for a while, but now it's, it's higher of a more baseline level. So the earth is increasing her vibration as well as we go through these trials and tribulations to bring more light into our world. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I realize that I've been sharing quite a lot. Um, I'm going to let that land for you, allow you to integrate this and digest it and, um, and allow it to illuminate your awareness to bring more light into your life. So two things. So I mentioned that there's a way of <clears throat> working with me if you'd love to have support in this way of anchoring your soul self into your human experience, to have more light in your life, as well as to emanate more light in the world. But the other thing I want to share before I get into that is uh, I've really been enjoying this. I'd love to engage with you. If you're on Spotify, listening on Spotify, Spotify now has a space where you can uh, I can ask a question and then have you answer. So I'd love to hear your experience. What has been your experience of light, of becoming more enlightened or uh, having more awareness in your life? Like what's been your experience? Like how has this landed for you? Um, any questions, any follow-up questions to this discussion on light um, and what's going on in the world, because I'd love to hear from you. So if you're on Spotify in this episode, if you scroll down, you should see that there is a question that I formulated, and then you can type in your response and I'll be sharing 
those uh, responses as I get them. So you can come back to the episode and read other people's responses, or I might follow up with the next episodes and respond to them more directly. So it's a great way of engaging, and I've really been enjoying that. So um, feel free to share what your experience has been with the light and bringing more light into the world. <clears throat> Man, <laughs> I need more light in my lungs right now, my throat. <laughs> Maybe I just need some water. Um, but the final thing, <clears throat> if you'd love to have some support into bringing more light into the world, I've created a new program for my clients. And right now there are six amazing souls enrolled in this program. And so if you'd love to join us in this group program that we're going to start in the beginning of 2024, then I'd love to have a conversation with you. So the program is called the Soul Builder, and it's a nine-week group coaching program where we dive deeper into these concepts and how do you apply it into your your literal life so that you can have more light in your life, live more from your soul, and I believe to create more of what you want to create in, in this reality. Because again, our world needs help. And if you feel a calling to help in any certain way, bringing your light, your own gifts, your own talents, your own awareness, then I invite you to join us. This Soul Builder program is the first of its kind that I'm running, I'm creating. Again, it's nine weeks, so we'll have coaching calls every week. Um, so I'll be diving into different concepts for like 30 to 40 minutes. And then we'll have time to have uh, questions, answers. I can coach you and support you in your life, as well as have just any conversation about challenges you're going through. And the group that's forming is a really beautiful uh, constellation of different people from all around the world, different countries, like uh, one amazing soul is from Germany, or actually she's born and raised in Germany, but is currently living in uh, Spain. Um, there's other women from different parts of the UK, uh, of course, United States, because that's where I'm located and about half of our listeners are from. But um, yeah, the, I'm really excited about the community that's forming around this group. So if you'd love to have more information, learn more about it, let's have a conversation. So of course, there's an investment, but I always love to save the investment for after we have a conversation to even see if we're a good fit. But um, the, the way you can have a conversation if you're interested just go to link. There's another link. There's like three or four links now in the description of this episode, but the last link at the bottom of this description of this episode, you'll see a link to book a time with me on my calendar and it'll say strategy session. So it's an hour long call, but we might not take that amount of time, especially if you know, you'd love to be a part of this soul builder program. Um, so click the link. Uh, there's some questions to answer so that I have a good idea of where you're at in your life and to see if this program is good for you. And then we'll have a conversation and we'll get to meet face-to-face -face on Zoom. So if that resonates with you, if you really feel called to that, I do only have a few more spots for calls, like strategy sessions like that, um, at least this month coming up in December. So I have like five or six spots right now. So uh, if you'd love to be a part of this program and you're called to that, uh, book that call soon because they will; those times will fill up. So I look forward to talking with you. If that, that program has your name on it, it's calling you. And we'll talk soon on that. And for the rest of you, if you don't feel called to that, all good. You're the highest authority on your life. I hope that this episode has really resonated with you. It's inspired you. It's helped you. And I'll see you next week on our next episode. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton, 
or at Chris Jaycart or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.